0: Hey guys, hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of drinks after work. We're back. We did it. It's 2022. We're in episode two of the year. If you are new here, um, you know. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Those that are returning listeners, you know the drill. But for those of you that are new, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok to watch us post zero times per week. It's (laughs) at drinksafterwork. No, we're going to post more, Uh more. Mm -hmm. Speak it into existence. We're going to post more. We're manifesting blowing up on TikTok. (laughs) With no videos. Um if you're a girl in the Boston area and you want to make f- new friends, you want to find out where to get drinks after work, join our private Facebook group. It's linked in our bio or you can search Drinks After Work Boston Baddies Become a Boston Baddie today. Yes, first you become <laughs> a part of it, then it becomes a part of you. <laughs> oh god. Anyways, um enough about
1: us. Um you guys heard our episode last week which I think was plenty. We decided this week we'd bring in a guest. Switch things up a little bit and And honestly, we are so excited about this guest. Abby and I have been talking about her for weeks and weeks. And we were like, we can't wait for her to come on the show. If you guys have been paying attention the past few months, we have taken a um, serious interest in gut health, the
0: GI health, everything of that nature. (laughs) Yeah, 2020, 2022. You know, we're still new in the studio. I can't talk. (laughs) 2022 2022 is the year of gut health. And, you know, after last week's story, if you guys haven't listened to um, the stomach bug fiasco that I have, uh, go listen to that um, if you want. Warning. Um, But, you know, after struggling with gut issues like, you know, constipation, bloating, all of the above Abby shitting on the floor. Yep, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> um we figured it was time to bring in a true gut health specialist to figure out what the hell is going on. And we didn't want to be greedy. We wanted to share the knowledge with you guys. Yes. Um because I'm sure we are not the only two girls that struggle with gut health.
1: Yes, 100%. We figured instead of just, um, well, we actually already did sit her down over drinks and ask her a hundred million questions, but we thought we would do it again on the podcast. So without further ado, we have Cece Blanco on the podcast. Welcome Cece. Hey guys. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Thank you for coming on. It was months in the making guys. I tracked Cece down on Instagram. I said, please come on the podcast. She said, yes. I was like, wow yeah because she she lives in Austin, texas yes mm-hmm. so you know we are very happy to have cc on um not virtually in in the studio if you're watching on youtube so thank you cc for flesh, coming on. here yes <laughs> it's amazing yeah. um so before you know, we bombard you with even more questions. Why don't you introduce yourself to the Boston Baddies for the listeners that don't know you yet? You know, who are you? Where you're from? What do you do? What's your zodiac sign? You know, all the above. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Cecilia Blanco.
2: I'm a functional nutritionist. I went to BU and I specialized in the health and rehab school there. And after years of having terrible gut health, I reached a pinnacle where I was like, something's got to give. And I used my science degree from BU and kind of delved into holistic nutrition, functional medicine and literally like healed myself. And once I did that, I was like, holy crap, people really could use these services. And that's when I slowly started grow my business and I am located in Austin, Texas, but we're virtual. So it doesn't matter where you are in the US, we
0: can help you. That's amazing. Yes, because I will be signing up immediately after this this podcast is over. (laughs) So thank God that you take virtual clients. Um, What made you take an interest in gut health? Like, when did that actually start? Yeah, take
1: us back to the beginning. To the back.
0: Okay.
2: So I've always been super into nutrition and health and wellness, and I did that at BU. But it wasn't until I started doing bikini competitions and I got really sick from just competing doing competitions over and over and over again. So stressful in the body. You're eating the same foods all the time. So no diversity, which we know the gut needs okay. tons of diversity in order to be healthy. So I was just eating my egg whites and rice every single day with like sugar-free ketchup. And there is like no nutrients in that, oh, you know, that so sad. That is, mm-hmm.
1: I love what you said about the diversity. Cause I feel like when I was trying to diet two years ago, not knowing what the hell I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm just going to have a bunch of cauliflower every single day and I'll be good. And like broccoli, but like, I wasn't eating other veggies. I was just eating that. So that's still unhealthy, right? Yeah. Well, you just want, obviously those foods are healthy, but you just want a
2: variety, you know, certain bacteria break down certain fibers. So when you're not feeding a variety, those bacteria are slowly going to die off. Like if you don't use it, you lose it okay. type of situation. And that's when you like all of a sudden eat something that maybe you could have eaten two years ago, but now it's just hitting you different. And like, oh. you can't Maybe you're bloated, maybe you're backed up, you know, all of the above. Um, so my situation was I was eating the same exact things. I was working out like twice a day. I was being super restrictive with my calories, super stressed. And all of that impacted my gut health like tremendously. That's
1: and crazy.
2: I dealt with the bloating. I dealt with all of that. And I was just like, okay, this is what people deal with. You know, it's so normal to have stomach issues. It's like so normalized too, with girls, especially. Exactly. It's like normal, you know, it's like, okay, just another day. I didn't go to the bathroom, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> just So, so relatable. <laughs> <Literally>. so true. <laughs> I love when girls like think that's normal. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's been like two or three days. My boyfriend's like, that's not normal. It's not, <laughs>
2: it's not, but like we normalize it. And, um, I was okay with that because again, it's normalized, but then my skin started breaking out and that's when i was like uh uh-uh, uh no i'm not doing <laughs> no, this. no. not like, the money making yeah vein af i was like i can deal with the bloating i can deal with the, <laughs> the constipation but a pimple on my face forget it
1: well, you do have great skin, so Thank you. I will say I
2: it, it worked. And I'm hungover, so I feel like my skin problem. You know when you're like, when you drink oh, the night before and you
1: just look hygiene. like gray? Yeah. I'm like oh, yes.
2: I'm like, a sh- I'm like 50 shades of gray right
1: now. Oh my gosh, I know what you mean. I like I wake up in the morning and I try to throw all these exteriums on my face thinking that's going to help and it doesn't. The yeah. answer is just like, don't poison yourself with alcohol. Try to... <laughs> try to teach myself drink water
0: (laughs) lots of water yeah I probably drink eight ounces a day I'm so bad I know I'm I'm so not proud of that it's one of those
2: things where like you have to make it part of your routine or else it's just going to be really difficult to
1: make it into a habit so so I want to circle back to the fitness competitions and everything but first I was going to ask you this so you are like a big pro water person because I know that like in the I feel like in the kind of fitness nutrition community there's some people that are like water is everything. And other people are like, well, you know, everyone's different.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I, I'm definitely like, you need to drink water. We're mostly made out of water. Um, so necessary, but at the same time, like don't overdo it. Like you don't need to drink a gallon a day. And also the quality of your water matters, you know, like, should you be drinking tap water from, you know, (laughs) Boston, Charles River oh, probably oh, not <laughs> Mr.
0: Man do you hear that that's that's my boyfriend we call him he shits on me because I don't want to drink tap water so what what's your favorite tap or not literally tap water? the fact that so our, our boyfriends are friends from birth like they yeah, basically met when they were friends. both in the
1: womb Michael also only drinks tap water and makes fun of me for not drinking tap yeah. water I'm like are you guys okay I don't like tap water <laughs> I don't like
0: how it tastes I like no, you, water. Fil- you need to filter that yeah you need to filter good. that it's stuff honestly <laughs> what's your favorite tap water or not tap why do I keep saying tap water what's your favorite bottle of water i like um is it essentia Mm -hmm. that one with the i
2: just know how it looks like it's like black red Red, and and white i like that one um but honestly if you're at home having a berkey water filter it's just an easy Berkey? way. Yeah,
0: Berkey. Berkey. Not Brita. No, Brita. I mean, we're canceling Brita. No, Br- Brita's okay. She's Britta, <laughs> are are no, okay. If She's not okay. Berkey, but I don't want it. Berkey's a little bit better. Okay. I'm yeah, going to look at it. Brita's never okay. heard of
2: it. Yeah, Brita's like a really um, inexpensive water filter. Berkey's a little bit more expensive, but it really cleans your water out of like chlorine, like, like chemicals, you know, any potential gross
1: bacteria, bugs, parasites, all oh, that.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. why I don't drink tap water. Mm-hmm. There
1: we go. So back to the fitness competition. So how many of them did you do? Cause you said you did one after another, after another.
2: Yeah. Basically like two years of nonstop competing. Like I
1: didn't take okay. any time off. Like I was always just chasing the next show. So it's, and um, it's like the the bulking and then the cutting. and when you're bulking, you're having you know more food, but like you said the same food and then the cutting you're having it's more restricted, right yeah,
2: same food, just less okay. of
1: it. So it's like I got zero diversity. So I remember you saying, you know obviously the constipation, um, the acne, did it reach kind of like a pinnacle of like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like, I don't know if you guys ever dealt with skin issues, but it's something I'm so passionate about because my mental health started to deteriorate when my skin was starting to break mm-hmm. out, especially as someone who's never, um, luckily like knock on wood, had to deal with acne, getting it when you're like, in your mid twenties, it's really like a, you have a existential crisis almost. You're like, what is going on? Like, yeah, like I didn't get this as a teenager when you're supposed to get it. Exactly. Like what's exactly. And it kills your confidence. And I just feel like people weren't looking at me. They were looking at my breakouts because my breakouts were pretty bad. Like they were getting pretty gnarly, like all on my cheeks and my forehead. And you know, I would hyper pigment a lot too. So even if my skin wasn't actively breaking out, I had marks. Um, so that's when I was like, I need to get a grip on this because not only do I feel physically feeling well, but like now my mental health is starting to go too.
0: I can relate to that because I struggle with hormonal acne and it's something I've been insecure about my whole life. So you give me hope. (laughs) I'm here for that. I love that. Um, I guess, so you started doing the fitness competitions and, you know, since then, how long ago did you stop doing that? 2017 2017 okay. okay so in 2017 you said no more I'm mm-hmm. making you know a new lifestyle change and you've never looked back since exactly yeah. I just I couldn't anymore
2: yes. like it got to the point where I was so fatigued I couldn't even function without like 12 hours of sleep wow. and I would still wake up tired because my body was just that oh, exhausted 24 my adrenals totally fried gut health issues So I was like I you know I I can't keep choosing this and I had to get over that whole uh, vein issues of looking a certain way and always having a six pack and you know right. being super lean, I had to get over that and I was super uncomfortable. But once I got my body adjusted to a new routine, started eating healthier, put more weight on, got my period back, um, my skin started get,
1: uh, doing a little bit better, it, it makes it all worth it. So I have a question um, because I feel like a lot of, I'm putting myself in your shoes, right? I'm doing this fitness contest. All of a sudden I- and bloating and I start noticing my skin is breaking out. What stopped you or did you initially go this route? But what stopped you from going the, traditional, traditional in quotes, right? Like doctor approach of like, I'll get on a birth control that controls acne or I'll Mm -hmm. go on medication or I'll go on Accutane or Mm -hmm. I will take some pill to help with the bloating. Like what Mm -hmm. stopped you from doing that? And for going with the more like holistic, Mm -hmm. you know, diet centered approach. Oh no, I did all that and that, and none of it worked. So I went,
2: I didn't do Accutane, but, um, I went on birth control for my periods. I mean, not for my periods, for my acne, that didn't help a lot. Like maybe ten percent of my Mm. acne started going away, and that's when I my wheels started turning. I'm like, okay, so it's not a hormonal thing; it has to be something else. Um, So then I went back to the doctors, and they gave me um, basically antibiotics to take for like a month to basically just antibiotics for a month to like kill everything in my (gasps) stomach. Wait, what the fuck? I know. It was. I was on it for so long and they were like, yeah, if this doesn't help your acne, you're going to have to. I think we did antibiotics first and then birth control or something like that. And then it got to the point where they're like, you need to go to a dermatologist, like blah, blah. blah. So I went to a dermatologist. She just prescribed, I think it's like benzoyl peroxide or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's like basically rips off a layer of skin from your face it's like so harsh it's not hydrating you're oh. like crust I was crusty I was crusty <laughs> for like a month um I was like nothing's working and then um the next step would have been Accutane but I was like I don't want to do that because my mm-hmm. cousin did that her acne came back and it came back. yeah it came back and her skin I think like didn't really take to it well
1: plus like all the side effects that yeah it's really
2: intense too it's really intense so I was like nope screw that I'm not going to do that and that's when I was like something's got to give like I have to figure out what the root cause is and that's when I started looking more into my gut health and once Mm -hmm. I fixed my gut everything started to fall into place and it was just like like just a like an orchestra of everything starting to work again I'm like oh this is this is what I have. This is the answer. Exactly. It's like, I hit
0: it right on the head and I was like, wow, my life doesn't suck anymore. I feel like most people, I know, you know, acne is just one symptom of your, your gut being out of whack, but you know, it, it goes to show that, you know, people assume that, you know, acne is just hormonal or it's because you had a greasy pizza the night before, but there's (laughs) actually so much more that people don't realize that, you know, your gut controls everything. And it honestly wasn't until the TikTok era where, you know, you know, I've, I've seen dermatologists, I've seen endocrinologists, um, they've tried to put me on birth control and I refused to help with my hormonal acne who knows if I don't even know if it's hormonal at this point maybe my gut is out of whack and that's why I have acne as a 26 year old who knows but it wasn't until the tiktok era where I started seeing you know holistic health professionals on my for you page educating people about you know this holistic approach to fixing and finding out what actually is wrong with you and I think people don't realize that you know a lot of and I don't mean to shit on doctors, but a lot of doctors are just putting a bandaid over the issue and they're not getting to, you know, the root of the problem. So I guess say no one, our listeners have no idea what gut health is. What is gut health and why is it so important for people to care about their gut? Mm -hmm. Well, the
2: gut is the epicenter of your health. You know, it's where so many other systems stem off of. So if your gut's off, you're going to have hormonal issues. If your gut's off, you're going to have liver issues with detoxing issues. So whenever you have an issue and you can't really figure out what's going on, like for example, me with my acne, you always just want to start at the gut because that is, like the, that is like the foundation of your house and everything else builds off mm-hmm. of that. I've never met someone with perfect hormones and like a crappy gut. You know, it's like it it's... They're one in the same, like you have to have a good gut in order to have good health. If you want things to basically be more streamlined in your body, if you prioritize your gut health, like that's how you're going to get to that quality of life that you want. Where like your skin's glowing, your energy's good, your hormones are balanced and like you're not bloated. Like what a dream, you know, it all starts with the gut. So, um, what I do with my clients is we run everything through a stool test called the GI map, which is um, a very popular test that functional doctors use. And it tests for several, um, several things. So it tests for bacteria, normal bacteria, flora, dysbiotic bacteria, dysbiotic bacteria usually is the quote unquote bad guys. The ones that cause bloating, constipation, irregular bowel movements, candida, parasites, worms. Um, H. pylori and also digestive function. So getting this snapshot of exactly what's going on allows us to create something that pinpoints your issues and your imbalances. And that's how our clients have such great success. And they're able to rebalance their gut. They're able to eradicate whatever issues they were dealing with because it's literally
1: bio-individualized to you. Right. No, I love that you said that about bio-individualized because I think for so long, at least in my experience, I feel like I grew up in a society of, you know, when you watch Mean Girls and there's that scene where all the girls are like picking apart what they hate about themselves and Katie goes, or Catty or whatever, she's like, <laughs> she's like, I used to think there was just skinny and fat, but there's like all sorts of things that can be wrong with your body. And I feel like when you're in high school, you're like, okay, like there's there's skinny and fat. Like I feel like growing up as, you know, a 12 year old girl, like that's how you conceptualize life. And you're like, okay, to be skinny, I have to eat a salad. And, you know, if I eat a pizza, that's bad. You know, like that's just kind of how you grow up. And when you look at dieting, it's always like one size fits all. Like, oh, the keto diet is gonna work for everyone or the paleo diet or, you know, only eating greens, only eating this, only eating that. And I realized like in college, I remember one day I was sitting with my best friend and she would eat mac and cheese, I swear, like all the time. And she was teeny and she felt great. And I was like, I don't understand because I eat mac and cheese all the time. I feel like shit. And it was in that moment, like it just hit me where I was like, wait, like, what if it isn't one size fits all? Like, why would it be? We all have different bodies, but I feel like there was no attention on that. And it's every single cookbook you buy, it's always like, okay, this is a diet cookbook and it's supposed to work for everyone, but why would it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the fact that you were like, no, this is bio-individualized where, you know, you'll send in a sample and it's all about you and like how your body reacts to things because what may trigger me might not trigger you. Exactly. Yeah. And like, for example, you could have an imbalance, but not
2: struggle with the symptom whereas someone else could have that same imbalance like candida and have you know fungal acne joint pain and brain fog you know wow so it it it's all it's very important to look at testing but we also look at symptoms as well so there's a 300 questionnaire that basically labels like every single symptom under the sun, like things you wouldn't even think of. And then you mark from zero to three, like how likely you are to experience that is like daily, weekly, like once in a while. Um, So we look at your symptoms in conjunction with the uh, stool test results. And from there, you know, we create the protocol, which is lifestyle changes, dietary changes, Mm -hmm. supplementation if need be. Um, But yeah, it's a commitment, but it works because it literally is tailored to you. And working one on one with a practitioner, you are able to, you know, if if things aren't really progressing the way you want them to, or you're um, seeing an adverse reaction, it's like you're working one on one, so you're not left on your own like crap. I don't know what to do. It's like, how are you expected to understand what to do? Like you're not a GI specialist, you know. So that's yeah. why working one on one, if you are serious to eradicate these issues, is so key.
0: I love when I you know, was doing my research on you and I went to the, um, highlight the, well, the, that in the 30 minute consultation call. Mm -hmm. So it's free to anyone that, you know, wants to take it seriously and going through all the questions on there. Um, you know, it seems like you, you really vet these people and you don't just accept anyone. Like people have to be serious about wanting to make a complete lifestyle change. So for someone like myself that wants to make this change is serious about it, but you know, I've heard that like coffee and alcohol, like isn't really good on the gut. Like, is there a line, like a a balance between like still making a lifestyle change, but still being able to occasionally indulge in drinking coffee and, you know, getting a drink after work. Getting after and, it. yeah. Um, <laughs> like, do you have to, like, quit those things cold turkey or is it, I guess, dependent upon... Abby's like, can I still drink problematically? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. for someone like myself that, you know, I drink coffee every single day. I have, you know, a co- I'm not a... Hu- contrary to popular belief, I'm not a huge drinker, but I do like to have, you know, a glass of wine yeah, here yeah. and there. Can people still indulge or is it... Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
2: And it all depends on what's found. So like coffee, for example, if we do find that you have Mm -hmm. H. pylori, which um, affects the acidity in your stomach, like we're not going to recommend you have coffee every day, but we'll work with you to cut back and maybe find something that replaces. Um, But you never have to totally, totally just like give up on like the things that make you happy in life, like <laughs> coffee or a glass of wine. And we have an 80, 20 rule. So we don't want people to be super like a hundred percent all the time because that's when you get really, um, all or nothing mentality. type yeah, of Yeah. Like restrictive almost restrictive. Yeah. And we don't want this to be restrictive. We want it to be a lifestyle, you know? So as okay. long as you're eating healthy 80% of the time and following the protocol, at least 80% of the time, like we're good. You know, I don't right. expect people to be per- perfect. And we even have in our check-ins, we have a section where it's like any off-plan meals that you had that week, just write it in. And we expect you to have anywhere between like one or two off-plan meals. So if that's, you know, grabbing a drink, a couple of drinks after work with your friends, that's an off-plan meal. Or maybe on Sunday you went to brunch, that's another off-plan meal. It's like ways that you can follow a protocol, but be realistic about it and right. still sprinkle in times with like having a girlfriend time on Sunday yeah. or like,
1: mm-hmm. you know. things like that because the all in our thing, what that ends up doing too, is people usually with diets, they'll follow a diet. And then as soon as they break it, they're like, all right, I might as well just give up. So this kind of prevents that. Um, and I know we've been talking a little bit about, you know, your business, what you've been doing, but it hit me. We didn't even really introduce it to, to everyone. So can you kind of introduce like, I guess how you, you know, first off, I guess, what the business is called, how you started it and kind of what that looks like for someone that wants to sign up for the program. Yeah, so I started my company, The Healthy Gut
2: Club in 2016 or 2017. I feel like I should know this too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> after seeing your results and like what it had done for you. Mm-hmm,
2: exactly. And before I used to be mostly personal training and some nutrition. And then after I started doing my gut healing work, I totally transitioned to 100% nutrition and 100% online. Um, and what I love about that, Healthy Gut Club is that, like I mentioned before, you get to work one-on-one with a nutrition practitioner. You get your bioindividualized protocol, you know, you get everything tailored to you. You get those weekly check-ins, you get periodic Zoom calls with your nutrition practitioner, but you also have the component of community as well. So we have a group chat where all the girls that are undergoing a protocol, I say girls, but there's guys in there too, but it's mm-hmm. 90% girls where, um, you know, we share our wins, we support each other. You know, if someone's having a bad day or like really wants to like, do like go off protocol, you know, we're there for support if they need to share recipes or there for support and sharing all yummy recipes that are protocol friendly. Um, you would be surprised there's like actual like chefs in there that I'm like, how are you making this so good? Oh like gosh. they're sharing their pictures. Yeah. So they get really into it. And um, we do a lot of personal development too, because we find that as you get healthier, you're kind of like ripping off layers of like who you used to be mm. and coming, coming more into terms and alignment with who you want to be. It's like you're raising your vibration when you're getting healthier. So we do touch on a lot of personal development in our monthly group um Zoom calls. We do monthly Zoom calls as a team. So um I really love that community aspect of it too and that was super important for me because when I was going through my own gut issues, I was alone. You know, I had no one else who was doing right. something as serious as I was doing. They didn't really understand like, "Oh, well, why can't you eat that?" It's like, "Well, first of all, it's not forever. It's just for this time period." And they're like, asking me a million questions and sometimes you don't want to explain yourself to people so it's right. nice to
1: have that community that like gets it that understands that is going through it with you mm-hmm. um so no that's awesome that you guys have built this community and i feel like i've seen you know so many girls that you post on your instagram that are joining the community and are a part of it and it's just so exciting to see because you're right mm-hmm. i think so many of the issues we face have been normalized like you and i were even talking earlier um when we were having a drink about I was telling you how my PMS symptoms are so brutal. And I was like, it's debilitating. Like I literally have this insatiable hunger. I'll gain like five to seven pounds, which is why like, depending on the time of the month, like I'll plan my vacations around. (laughs) I'm like, I can't have my vacation on like the 10th because I'm going to be really bloated. And, and it's just such, that's such like a stupid thing to say. And it's so small, but it's like, I feel like these things are so normalized just to believe like, Hey, that's normal. You're a girl. And you were saying like, no, that's not normal, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that's an issue. And mm-hmm. it is cool to have that community. So what are, I guess, what are some signs, like if someone's listening to this right now, and is kind of questioning, like, okay, should I look into doing a program? Should I get into this? What are some signs that, you know, someone might be experiencing that you think are like a gut health imbalance or like a red flag mm-hmm. that you've heard over the years?
2: I would say inconsistent bowel movements. Um, whether that's, you know, constipated one day, really runny stools the next day, Mm -hmm. obviously that's a red flag that something's going on. You got to get that checked out. You got to send in a stool sample, um, not going to the bathroom. So I feel like this is really common with girls. Like they're just like, yeah, I go like once a week. I had, um, one of my roommates in college, she was subletting. She would go like once Mm -hmm. a week. I'm like, how, how? <laughs> yeah, so that obviously is an issue. Um, anytime you're eating something and you notice immediately getting bloated after or getting a lot of gas, you know that is a huge red flag for some bacterial um, imbalances that are going on, acid reflux. Um, yeah, those are some really common red flags that I see, but like, you shouldn't be struggling with gas daily. You shouldn't be struggling with bloating daily. You shouldn't be struggling with going to the bathroom
0: infrequently
1: or too frequently. Right. And acid reflux is a symptom as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like some people are just like, oh, I just get acid reflux, like that's normal. Yeah, it's not normal. No. Wow. <laughs> I'm
0: assuming Tums is frowned upon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Damn. no, <laughs> my boyfriend's gonna be heartbroken for <laughs> hear that. He like takes Tums all the time. Well, maybe he should join the program. Yeah, maybe he should. Yeah.
2: I, I think mean, we all do. Yeah. Yeah, and one major thing too, that I always tell clients is like, if you're not feeling if the days that you feel bad are starting to outnumber the days that you feel good, you need to start doing something about it because you're only
0: letting it progress and get worse. Right. Well, I love that you mentioned that, you know, you have... Team Zoom calls. And when you say team, you mean, because I know you have a team of five under you. Mm -hmm. You have three nutrition practitioners and two client coordinators. Mm -hmm. But when you say team meetings, you mean, you know, your team and everyone as a team. Exactly. Yeah. I should call it a community call. A community call. Okay. Love that. But, you know, I feel like that alone sets you apart from other programs. But what else sets you apart from, you know, other? gut health specialists, because I feel like there's a million on the market but you you caught my eye on TikTok because you explain things in such a way where you know I I'm not intimidated by like what you're saying to me like I just feel like you just have a good way of a, of breaking it down breaking it down simplifying it but yeah, yeah what sets what sets the healthy gut club apart So what sets
2: us apart, I feel like are a few things. So first of all, our nutrition practitioners are relatable. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not your mother's nutritionist. I always say that because (laughs) I love that (laughs) because it's like, you don't want to go and talk to like an older lady who like doesn't get it and she's not relatable. So all our girls are relatable. They go out, they have fun, you know, they get it. So that's number one, it's so much easier to work with someone who you don't feel like you have to explain, you know, or, or isn't going to right. You know, be like, oh, Judge go like judgmental. For, yeah, yeah, it's like we we understand where we've been there. We are there like, you know, we <laughs> go out we, we're Yeah. So that sets us apart. And then second is that one on one work, too. So a lot of times nutritionists, what they do is they give you a plan and they're like, OK, let's touch base in a month. Um, OK, where is the adherence there? You know, people are coming to you for help like you need to help them every day, every step of the way. Um, so when you sign up for the healthy gut club, you actually get 24 seven access to your nutrition oh, practitioner. That's so it, yeah. So it's not just the weekly check-ins where you can, you know, report back and see what, what needs to stay, what has to go. You literally could talk to her every single day, send her an email, of course, like have healthy boundaries here. Mm. <laughs> um, but also with the group chat too, I think that's so different. Cause like before, if you had to have a question for your nutritionist, it's like jumping exactly it's like you have to jump through hoops to like you know get get to her secretary or secretary uh, relays the message or you email her she doesn't get back to you in a week you know so we're just like very fast with everything you're going to get a response right away um the longest it ever takes us to respond to an email is 24 hours um if you need to jump on a call or a zoom like we're there for you so the support the level of support and the relatableness is truly what sets us apart
1: No, that's, that's awesome. Is there, um, in the people that you have, um, had join your program, is there, I mean, I guess it's different for everyone because it's individualized, but are there like common things that you notice with people like, you know, IBS or, um, I don't know, like certain things that you notice, or is it really just different depending on the person and everyone's so different? Everyone is so different, but one
2: common theme that I see with a lot of people is just dysbiotic bacteria. Okay. Which is um just bacterial overgrowth, and that's just so easy to happen with like processed foods, drinking alcohol, candy, sugar, medication. Wow. It just easily grows in your in your gut. So that's very common, I would say. Um yeah, that's probably the most common theme.
1: Okay. That makes sense. So if I am interested in joining the Healthy Gut Club, I saw that there's two typical packages, right? There's a three month and a six month. And that's, that's typically how it works. So if if I'm, if I'm correct. So we
2: don't do the three month anymore before it was mostly just, um, so the three month used to be just nutrition without testing, but it got to the point where I'm like, these clients aren't seeing as great of results. And I would rather just like have one package, which is the gut healing package and, have this client, you know, obviously invest more, but they're guaranteed results. Okay. Versus just nutrition. Sometimes it's hard when people
1: don't have like data to back up, like why yeah. should be eating this way? No, no, I agree. Cause we were looking at them before and we, we were saying to each other, we'd love the, the testing. I feel like that's huge. Cause you can really, really identify. Cause mm-hmm. you know, when you're filling out questions, but you're also like, wait, do I know the answer to this? Like I kind of do, but am I remembering correctly, but having mm-hmm. the testing is huge. So how does that process work? So let's say I'm a, I'm a listener and I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Go on your Instagram and what happens next? I guess kind of walk me through it. There's an application. So okay. we definitely vet every single person that we
2: work with because you are going to make lifestyle changes. Like this is a commitment. Um, and we want to make sure that people who work with us are putting 100% because like I said, we offer so much support and we're there for you every single step of the way. Like we put in 100%, we expect nothing less from our clients as well. So uh, fill out the application. Once you fill out the application, there's a link to set up a call with the client coordinator. Our client coordinator will call you. She'll reach out to you before saying like, hey, like so-and-so, hey, Ashley, like can't wait for a call, blah, blah. blah. So you have our number and then um, at your designated time, she calls you, explains the program, explains testing, mm-hmm. explains pricing, explains next steps, and that's how you enroll. That's awesome.
0: I have a little gross question. So, Ask away. I, Oh no. <laughs> trust me, I deal with poop like all day. So <laughs> Okay, amazing. I love that you know it's going south. Um, so before I um, found you, I knew of the GI map mm-hmm. and I, I want our listeners to know that Because before I found you, I was trying to do this on my own. I was like, I'm going to get a GI map. I'm going to just figure it out myself. But you actually cannot. Like, unless you're like a licensed professional, Mm -hmm. the average Sally cannot get her hands on a GI map. So when I saw that you had them, I was like, let's go. This girl's legit. I was really excited, but- a stool sample. So that can be a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm just curious, like, are you pooping in a bag? Like a little, like, um, like a, like what you pee in? Like, what is it? And like, does it, how do you ship that? Like, how does it, I just have so many questions about the stool sample. Ship, like the logistics you, behind. Yeah. You
1: put it in an envelope. Because I've never done <laughs> like, that before. You're the,
0: you're the, <laughs> I've never done it before. Just, does, does the UPS guy know that there's poop in it? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just have a lot he's of like, questions. Sp- he's
2: like, smelling it.
0: Like, he yeah, so it smells it's ripe. It's Smell (laughs)
1: proof. It's the bag or the box, whatever it, oh it is. Oh my God, Abby. The fact that you're like thinking about the UPS man, like I would never even go there. <laughs> are you surprised? No, thank no. you. But but like, what are, you, what are you pooping in? Okay, so you get, when you receive
2: the GI map test kit, it's a little box and there's a, you know, paper inside, you fill out your information, but then there's also all the supplies that you need. Oh, to, there's multiple supplies. There's supplies, there's gloves, gloves. Yeah. there's gloves. And then um, there's like a biohazard um, uh, like envelope type of situation it's like a clear plastic type of situation and then there's like a vial and a vial. like and a that, test
0: tube vial like like a cylinder
2: it's just shape? like um it almost looks like you know where you get like prescription medication like the orange with the yeah. white okay. it looks like that size. it looks exactly like oh my that God, what yeah if your
0: poop is bigger than-
2: oh, but that's the thing. We don't need that big of a sample. So you're yeah, going to get a little yeah. sample. Yeah. So there's a little tray and you basically poop oh in God, a tray. Oh my shovel out your poop. And then you <laughs> shovel a little bit of the poop into that <laughs> pile and ship it to, and then put it in that clear envelope biohazard thing and wow. put in the GI map. The GI map already comes with a prepaid FedEx label nice. thing. So, you know, you don't have to awkwardly come up with like okay,
1: your so poop in a box. Yeah. So they, they've got you. It's, it's like a tiny in a box sample. Poop.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> um, like so the size of a quarter size. I would say yeah, penny. probably
2: about a quarter. Quarter. Size. Yeah, I, I, you don't need you too what, big the, of a sample. I just have a lot of I, questions. I understand. Maybe we can
1: ask some of them. Maybe all. like your thumb. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a little. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, great. So I'm glad that we covered that.
0: That was that was great. <laughs> we were all wondering. <laughs> it.
1: Um, okay. So basically, you send in your stool sample mm-hmm. um, and that's how you guys come up with the results and the GI map is kind of determined off of that right so mm-hmm. that the key to figure out what the issues are exactly. and then you'll receive your results once exactly. they're analyzed okay mm-hmm. that makes sense so um, I know you said you used to do a lot of training mm-hmm. and now you focused more on obviously the gut health nutritional side of things mm-hmm. so if I am in um, this program am I focusing primarily on food or would you say that there's a large, um, you know, working out aspect? Like, Mm -hmm. do you think that people need to work out or does it depend on the person? So I'm always
2: going to be a huge proponent for working out. Just, you know, it's, it's good for us. A, Mm -hmm. like we should do it not for aesthetics reason, but just because it's healthy for us. Um, and also for like the mental aspect of it, you know, working out just helps people with, um, mental clarity, you know, it, it literally is an antidepressant with the endorphins. Like if you could, if pharmaceuticals could turn working out into a pill, like forget it, game over. Like that would be the answer. Um, but we focus mostly on nutrition and we do offer some guidelines for working out, but, um, where that's not like our, that's not what we're focusing on. You know, we'll give some recommendations if you need like very basic workout plans. Like we can absolutely help you with that, but we're mostly focusing on your nutrition
1: and your lifestyle changes. Okay. Cause I didn't know if certain people, depending on the results if some people were like, we recommend you work out a lot. And then other people's results were like working out. Isn't really going to affect your gut health as much, Mm -hmm. or if that's not really typically the case?
2: No, I I would say the only time that working out, I would say, no, don't work out because of your gut health is if you're doing a lot of like strenuous workouts. Like if you're a power lifter and it's just like very stressful because we know stress negatively impacts the gut. So Mm. anytime people are trying to like heal and repair, we always want to be like a little bit more restorative. So if you like to lift weights, maybe let's not power lift for the next couple months, but let's do more of like, you know, just regular compound lifts,
0: not like really forcing it. Okay. So if you have a stressful job, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quit Stress. your job. Oh, shit. Okay. So I have a selfish question. I have PCOS. That's polycystic ovarian syndrome. For those of you that don't know, it's a hormone disorder diagnosed, I don't know, in college, so a lot of years ago. <laughs> um and I saw on one of your TikToks um that people with PCOS woman, because you had to be a woman, um, have less bacterial diversity in the gut. So do you approach clients that have, whether it's PCOS or any other hormone disorder, do you approach them differently with their protocol than someone who doesn't have a hormone disorder? Mm -hmm. So for PCOS specifically, um, a lot of times what
2: affects that is insulin. So we would be a little bit more cautious of um, carbohydrates that you're eating or if making sure that you are eating fats and protein with your carbs. So to modulate that insulin, um, release, that's the only thing I could think of right now for PCOS. Um, but like I mentioned before, like when you start cleaning up your gut, other systems in the body will start to align, you know, the gut with detoxing is so important for hormones. A lot of times people have hormonal issues because of, um, just like backed up liver, liver congestion. So once we start cleaning up the liver, get the body detoxing more, increasing that diversity, maybe adding some cruciferous vegetables to help with, um, eliminating of hormones cruciferous vegetables are really good for that what um what kind they, of vegetable is that sorry cruciferous cruciferous yeah so they're, they're <laughs> say that <through laughs> <Cruciferous>. <laughs> <laughs> broccoli um kale Brussels sprouts um
0: i like all cauliflower yeah, I like these those. are all good for you
2: yeah. of- nice. yes, okay i know what okay. i'm making you for dinner yeah. tonight or anything hormones cruciferous vegetables are going to help um with relief with uh, excreting excess hormones they just wow. kind of like help speed up that process a little bit um but, you know, for some people, if you have certain types of bacterial overgrowths, uh, like SIBO, for example, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, you want to stay away from
0: cruciferous vegetables. So because it can. What if tra- you have both PCOS and that? <laughs> You're screwed. I would,
2: I would say first, first focus on your gut, because for PCOS, it's not like you have to eat cruciferous vegetables. Like there's okay, other things okay. you can do. Um, But yeah, we always, I always like to focus on one thing at a time. I do get a lot of clients who are like, I need to fix my hormones. And it's like, okay, well we need to focus first on gut health and really tackle this monster. And then if you're still struggling with some hormonal issues, we can go do hormone testing. We can get more nitty gritty with that, but to do a gut healing protocol and a hormone healing protocol at the same time, unless you're like a stay at home millionaire mom with like (laughs) nothing to do, like it's going to be, taxing. It's going to be time consuming. It's going to be, you know, your mental bandwidth for doing all these things. Yeah. So we always recommend doing one thing at a time. Always start with the gut and then that
1: might solve it. The gut might solve it. Exactly. And
2: I've had so many clients whose periods have gotten better once they fix their, um, their gut because they're open up their detox pathways. Hormones are able to excrete.
1: So they're good. Wow. That is insane. What about, um, other things like, um, do you see, do, do you see um, women get um, relief when it comes to yeast infections or um, why am I drawing a blank on the other one? UTIs? UTIs, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, so it is interconnected in that sense That's too, crazy. especially yeast infections. Um, a lot of people have candida overgrowth that can trigger that. Um, bacterial imbalances could trigger like a UTI. So yeah, we do see people's like reproductive health improve once they do gut healing as well wow. you know some people don't have hormonal issues so obviously if you don't have hormonal symptoms you're not going to notice a decrease in symptoms but I've had we in our check we even have a section for like when it's that time of the month like how are you feeling improvements that you notice and a lot of times people are like my periods are a lot more manageable you mm-hmm. know if I was like at an eight out of ten before now I'm at like a four or five out of wow. ten which is we, and we don't even do any hormone work with them at that time. It's wow. just, that's just all through that's huge, through the gut. Yeah.
0: I'm mind blown. Me too. I, I truly am. I feel like I've learned so much today. <laughs> I know. Um, so uh, what I'm getting, I'm. Um, I think you have to be a patient person to, to go through this program and I'm definitely someone that likes instant <laughs> gratification. So, but that's good though. Cause you have that sense of community to be like, listen, keep Abby, like keep it, keep, you'll see results. It just mm-hmm. takes time. Um, so since there is that nutrition component to the program, the protocol, um, do you actually help like cr- your clients create grocery lists and like map out what they're eating every day or what, what does that nutrition component look like? Mm-hmm. So we do provide grocery lists. We do provide um, recipes, kind of like a little
2: like menu book of like, here are, you know, a ton of recipes that you can have and kind of accommodate it according to your protocol. Like if you can't have X, Y, and Z and the recipe calls for that, obviously like sub it out with something else. Um, but when it comes for to nutrition, a lot of times we don't love using meal plans because people become reliant on them and they're never actually learning, you know, and I want you to just
1: making what's in the meal plan. Yeah. We
2: want, we, the reason why this is such a, you know, investment, it's because they, we really are working with you to teach you. This is how you have a healthier lifestyle. This is how you cook. Some of our recipe books have just like basic cooking 101. So instead of just being like, here, eat this, it's like, okay, well you have 300 options to pick from. You know, we want to teach you. We want you to learn so that when you don't need us, but you don't, we don't want you to need We don't want you guys to need us all the time. Like we want
1: to teach you, see you flourish, and then our job's done. You guys are like hinge. You're like created. to <laughs> <laughs> The purpose is so that it's deleted one day. Like one day it's supposed to, you're supposed to have a healthy relationship with your guy <laughs> and not need you guys anymore. I love that. Exactly. Um, okay. So I have a question. A lot of our listeners and me and Abby included. So <clears throat> I feel like I see, you know, girls on TikTok, Instagram, what have you who are making, you know, chefing it up, making healthy food. They're, you know, making their homemade pasta that they rolled from hand all day long. That's organic and, um, making like an organic smoothie. And I know for myself personally, I might get into a kick where I am really focused on nutrition and cooking and all that stuff mm-hmm. for like a few weeks. And then things get busy at work and I get stressed out and I'm like, all right, I don't physically have the time for this. Do you think there was a place for girls who are like, listen, I don't have time to be, you know, shopping for fresh produce every day and, you know, cutting up cucumbers to put in my water and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think there's a way you can do it when you don't have like a ton of time to, I guess, invest physically, not even like the time to invest, but like the time to physically, like, you know, cook yourself like a big meal every night or like make sure that you're, taking those extra steps, Mm
0: -hmm. I guess.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. We do have a bunch of tips and tricks because we understand people are busy. Like that's just like the way the world is. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, like this is a lot where like the personal development comes in. It's like, well, what excuses are you making? You know, it's because if you want something so badly, you will find a way to make it work. So maybe that's on Sundays and Wednesdays, instead of watching two hours of Netflix, you're actually (laughs) meal prepping, you know, like there is enough time to do it. You just need to prioritize it. So sometimes when people say that to me, that's a red flag. That's like they want it, but they don't want it that badly. Okay.
0: No, that's, that's, that makes sense. That's just the honest truth. Shannon, how bad do you want it? (laughs) I know. Wow. I'm
2: feeling a little convicted right now.
1: (laughs) But also there's
2: a bunch of like healthy meal delivery services too, where you can pick what types of meals you want, whether it's paleo, whether it's whole 30, things like that. So you can find ways to accommodate. Like obviously that's going to be a more expensive route, but if you really are pressed for time and you're like, listen, lady, I don't have time. (laughs) Then we absolutely work with
1: people who want to go that route too. Makes sense.
0: Amazing. Um,
1: what do you have to, and this is a little aside from your program, but just some general, you know, from a nutrition standpoint, I feel like our world is overrun with the the latest fad, like take a garcinia camboga pill or um I don't even know like all that random shit what do you think about things like you know take a shot of apple cider ap- apple cider vinegar in the morning or you know have a lemon water that's hot before bed mm-hmm. do you think any of that stuff works or do you think it's just like fads out there
2: no I think some of stuff works I mean like lemon is very alkaline like it's going okay. to help open up pathways um it's amazing for your liver so it actually helps Um, it actually triggers bile, which is why some people, when they have lemon water, they feel like they need to poop because it's like triggering that, that whole process. Um, so things like that, they have the science behind it, but when it comes to certain diets, it's what I like to like my whole idea around nutrition is to eat how things came from the ground. You know, it's like eat mostly plants. Obviously I, I eat meat too, but eat mostly plants, eat some protein, eat healthy fats, like, keep it simple. Like we overcomplicate things so much. And that's when people are almost like drowning in information and they don't know which way to go. But at the end of the day, when it comes to nutrition, you just want to keep it simple. Like, did it come from the ground this way or is it in a package? You know, okay. is it with added sugar or, you know, is it, it's just naturally occurring sugar? You know, it's, I just am such a firm believer that mother nature
0: will never steer us wrong. Aww. Beautiful. The earth has given us everything we need. We just keep adding random shit to it that we don't yeah.
2: use. Oh, my God. That's a beautiful way to
0: put
1: it, too. Hey. Wait, did you come up with
0: that, or is that, like, a quote? Yeah, I just did. Wow. Did I, I thought that that was, like, a Mother Teresa or something. No, nope. <laughs> You heard it here first on Drinks After Work. Ooh, to Mother baby. Abby. Oh, yeah. Well, thank that. you, Cece, so much for coming on. Of Honestly, course. I feel like you can send us a bill because this was so informative. That's I've awesome. learned so much. I hope you guys listening also um, are... On board, this is the year of gut health. Yes. We are getting our gut health in check, whether you like it or not. Um, please let the Boston baddies know where they can find you on all socials. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. find me at the Healthy Gut Club on all social media. Social.
2: <laughs> and we do the same thing on yeah. here. We're like blah, blah. you can find me at the healthy gut club on all social so wow. <laughs> no, now you're in your own head. We now do the I'm in my own head. Now I'm like, no, okay. You can find me on all social media. Um, at the healthy gut club, but on YouTube, I'm just Cecilia Blanco. Okay. I'm trying to keep YouTube like a little bit oh, separate because I like it's, that. I started doing more vlogs and I'm like, this isn't really, I, I kind of like doing it for me. You know, yeah, I, like good. I like, you doing, deserve it. Yeah. I obviously a ton of nutrition stuff on it too, but then I just have random vlogs. So I'm like, this is going to be a little
1: bit different. Yeah. This is, this one's for me. Yeah. Girl. This, <laughs> this one's for me. No, I love that. Um, no, well thank you so much. I mean, this mm-hmm. has been, honestly, anyone listening, it is crazy to think that at your young age, you have so much knowledge and just know so much. You're such a smart person, but have the ability to just simplify it. So thank you for being here. Thank you for talking to us. This was amazing. And honestly, anyone listening to this, um, the best advice that CC gave me earlier when we were, um, having drinks, um, was that not everyone, but most people do struggle with some area of, you know, their gut, whether it's, you know, I don't go to the bathroom enough or I feel bloated or even what you said about energy, right? Like I wake up every morning feeling exhausted and tired and just like run down and that's not normal. So don't let it, you know, get too far. Right. Like, and I remember Cece saying, she was like, it gets, it gets worse. So Mm -hmm. I know things that, you know, maybe I could just brush off when I was in college and just be like, Oh, whatever. It's fine. I'm a little bloated. It's like, now that I'm 26, I'm like, fuck, like, Mm -hmm. this is not, this is not good. So just, um, obviously make sure you're prioritizing yourself. If you feel something is wrong with your body, you know, don't let, the world gaslight you and make you feel like that's normal. Um, Definitely reach out to Cecilia and be a part of the community. I think it's an awesome thing that you're creating for women and for men. And thank you so much for being here today. Of course. Thank you guys. I had so much fun. Thank you guys. Thank you baddies once again for listening every single week. You can find us at drinks after work underscore on Instagram drinks after work on TikTok and I don't know where else you
0: can find us. Like, comment, subscribe. Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube. If you can stream it, we're on there. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.